Over the last couple of episodes, we've talked about surrendering everything over to God's authority in your life. That requires that you humble yourself before the Lord and let Him exalt you, James 4.10. Okay, so we're going to talk about humility today, but why? You see, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble, James 4.6. Well, welcome to episode 104 of the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. Each of our episodes takes us deep into the scriptures to discover from God's word the answer to the question, what's the point of sexual purity? We also discover from scripture how to get to the point of purity and stay there. This week's episode is entitled, Deny and Die, But Why? Well, I have an important question that I want you to consider here. Throughout your battle with sexual impurity, in what ways have you been proud? I want you to consider this. Until now, you've tried to fight the beast. You've tried to live in victory in your own strength, through your own willpower, and your own ability to fix the problem. Did you know that's a form of pride? Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18 warns us that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 11, 2 tells us that when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. Now, here's a fact. You cannot and you will not experience real, genuine victory and true freedom apart from the power of God at work in your life. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, Paul declares, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. This is, this is why you must choose to fully and daily surrender your soul and your body to the lordship and leadership of God in your life. The, the Apostle Paul put it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. He said, I discipline my body and I keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. He writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. You are not your own. You were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Well, as I said in the opener, the title of this week's episode is Deny and Die, But Why? I gave it that title because of what Jesus said in Luke chapter 9, verses 23 and 24. You see, he said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it, Luke nine twenty three and 24. That verb to deny yourself is defined basically like this, permanently set aside your own personal desires, your own personal interests that are contrary to those of the one to whom you're indentured, the one you owe your life to. In other words, as 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 puts it, you're not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God. And I want to submit for your consideration that it's critical to your purity. It is, it is vital to victory 
that you understand what it means to deny yourself and die to yourself. So let me repeat my definition. To deny yourself is to permanently set aside your own personal desires, your own personal interests that are contrary to those of the one to whom you are indentured, the one that you owe your life to. Who do you owe your life to? God. He gave his life for you so that you could live for him. I want to submit, if you've been following in the last few episodes, that what we're talking about right now, this humility, is the epitome of lifting up my soul to God, Psalm 25, verse 1. This is, let's say this is the essence of loving the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. This, watch this now, this, this is the embodiment of submitting yourself to God, James 4, 7. You see, life is not about what you want or what you need or you desire or you long for or you must have or you can't live without. It's not about King me, never, ever. It's always, always, always all about God's glory, God's honor, God's praise, God's will, and God's way. Have you ever, in considering Jesus, um, his command in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, that we are to die to ourselves and deny ourselves, have you ever asked yourself the question, why? Why must I deny myself? I mean, why do I have to permanently set aside my personal desires and my interests that are contrary to God's. What, what's wrong with a little self-indulgence once in a while? After all, what, what harm can a little lustful look every here, here and there and a little bit here and a little bit there, what, what harm could that possibly be? Well, as I've already said, this life is not about me. It's not about you. It's not about our sexual gratification or our happiness or our fulfillment or our satisfaction. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. But that's not what life is about. Listen, you are not sucking in there right now for your own personal pleasure. Your heart is is pumping right now. Blood is coursing through your veins right now. The synapses are firing in your brain right now because God has willed it. Not, not so, now watch this. Not so that you can enjoy the pleasures of the flesh. Not so that you can get something gratifying out of life. That's not what it's all about. It's so that you can glorify God. So that you can give him your worship and your praise in everything you think, everything you say, and everything you do. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 commands us, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. You see, my friend, when you make life all about King me, you are getting in the way. You are setting a different course and a different purpose for your life. You're setting one that is separate from, it's, it's in direct opposition to God. You're, you're taking the attention and the glory away from God. And God says in Isaiah 42, verse 8, I am the Lord. That is my name, my glory I give to no other. This is why we must daily make the choice to deny ourselves. It's not about King Me. King Me needs to die daily. Because when King Me is sitting on the throne of your heart, you are being hostile to God, Romans 8, 7. 
and here's a fact. King me is not going to just curl up in a corner and quit, right? King me will never just give up and go away unless you choose to die to yourself daily. King me is going to continue to hound you, haunt you, and harass you until you eventually give in and worship yourself once again. It's a never-ending struggle. It's an, it's an ongoing battle. And listen, I'm, I'm telling you this not to discourage you, but to warn you. This is daily. This is daily. It's unavoidable spiritual warfare. Galatians 5.17 says, The desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. These are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. Well, I have an important question I want to ask you here. Listen. In your struggle for sexual purity, what are the desires of your flesh that typically hound you? Let me repeat the question. As you are pursuing after sexual purity, you're trying to be the pure man, the pure woman that God has called you to be. What are the desires of the flesh, those sinful desires that typically hound you? And I want to suggest that you take a look at Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21 for help in your answer to that question. You see, the answer goes much deeper than just a desire to lust, a desire to look at porn, a desire to, to get off and masturbate. Remember, those are the byproducts of the real issue. You see, deep within, there's a strong desire, sometimes an overwhelming desire, to feel something so much more than just sexual pleasure. Now, here's another question I want you to seriously consider. In your struggle for sexual purity, what are the desires of the Spirit of God? In other words, what is it that God wants for you? And as you're thinking about the answer to that question, I encourage you to invest some time reading Galatians 5, verses 22 through 25. And I want you to consider this. This is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that, that each one of you knows how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, and 3 through 5. Now, you weren't necessarily anticipating that verse coming, and so I want to read it to you again, and I want you to listen closely. This is the will of God, your sanctification, that you be set apart. It's the will of God that you abstain from sexual immorality. It's the will of God that you know how to control your body in holiness and honor not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-5. through 5. This, this is why you and I must daily choose to flee from sexual immorality. You see, every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. 
You see, as Christians, among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity. Not even a hint, Ephesians 5.3. Listen, as long as you are alive on planet Earth, you are stuck driving, if you will, through life in your, your, your car, your, your sinful fleshly body. Consider your, your body to be a car that you're driving through life in and it's permanently out of alignment. It's a car that's constantly dragging you off the path of purity, pulling you away from a right relationship with God. You see, your body, the flesh, wants nothing more than for King Me to be happy, happy, happy. The flesh wants to feel good. The flesh, now listen, the flesh is and always will be against the Spirit. I've quoted to you Galatians 5.17. It tells us the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. The desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. They're opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do, Galatians 5.17. This is why we must daily keep our hands on the steering wheel, if you will. This is why every moment of every day we need to be determined that we're going to stay on the path that takes us down the will of God for our life. The the, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God within you as a born-again believer is telling you to deny the flesh. Refuse to let it draw you away and choose instead to submit to God. In Romans chapter 8, verses 5 through 8, Paul says this, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit, that's life and peace. For, you see, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it can't. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8, 5 through 8. So I want to ask you this question. I want you to give it serious thought. Upon whom or what is your mind set? Are you finding yourself focusing on the things that the sinful flesh wants? Is that what you're pursuing after? Are you listening to what King Me is demanding of you? Are you giving in to what the flesh wants, what it needs, what it desires, what it longs for, what it says, I can't live without? Or are you determinedly setting your mind constantly and continuously on the things of God, the things that God desires of you, the things that God wants for you? This is is why we need to put on daily the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6, 11, and 12. All right, our next segment that we're going to be studying together um, is, is long enough that I don't want to start it now because we'll take a break in the middle of it and we'll lose our momentum. So we're going we're gonna to hit the pause button here in this week's episode until next week and look forward to continuing this study and diving deep. But as I close this episode, 
I want you to know, seriously, how deeply honored we are here at the Pure Man Ministry that you are listening to this episode, that you're listening to this podcast, that you are encouraging others to listen, that you're tracking with this ministry. And, and I'd like to ask you, and I asked, I, I asked you this last week, and I just kind of want to repeat this because this is, this is vitally important, that you prayerfully and seriously consider joining our ministry. And by that, what I'm meaning is we're looking for Purity Coach partners, people who will commit to supporting this ministry in two very important areas. The first one, the most important, is prayer. And, and again, I'm, I'm referring to a whole lot more than every once in a while, you know, just before supper. Dear God, uh, bless that, uh, that, that purity guy. Uh, I think his name is Steve and, and the, the, the purity ministry he has. <laughs> It's important that we have you pray, sure, but we need partners in our ministry who are daily committed to praying for wisdom, praying for protection as as we are out on the battlefield. We are engaging the enemy in spiritual warfare. There are some serious conversations going on with men across the globe who are struggling at deep, deep levels with, with sexual purity. And, and we need wisdom as we counsel and, and protection from the enemy who's trying to, to, to shut us down, to stop us in our tracks. We need people who are committed to praying for those men and women that are entrenched and enslaved in this sin. We need you to be praying for their freedom, for, for victory, for clarity as they dive into the Word of God and as they study the Scriptures. We need to pray for their, their personal spiritual growth Pray for their families, their wives or, or husbands in some cases, their, their children. Pray for their churches. The, the enemy wants to weasel his way into our hearts to affect not just us, but all those that are close to us. So here at the Pure Man Ministry, we need faithful prayer partners who will commit to praying for this ministry on a daily basis. So would you please consider becoming a purity prayer partner? But then we also need, desperately need, partners who will come alongside of us and support the ministry financially. You see, the Pure Man Ministry is a donor-supported, faith-based, not-for-profit ministry. Everything we do is dependent upon God's people giving financially to the ministry. So if you share our burden to reach others really across the globe with the message of freedom and victory, hope and healing and restoration through the power of Scripture and the ministry of the Holy Spirit, would you please join our team of Point of Purity partners? We're looking for people who are willing to donate uh, monthly support to this ministry, $25 a month, $10 a month, $5 a month, $100 a month, whatever God places upon your heart. Your financial support of any amount to this ministry it's not only greatly appreciated, it is very much needed, especially in this day and age. And by the way, as a thank you and appreciation, expression of appreciation for your sacrifice, your, your gifts of any dollar amount, any donation is tax deductible. So if God is moving in your heart to become a financial partner with us, you can visit our website, the puritycoach.com, the purity, P-U-R-I-T-Y, coach, C-O-A-C-H, all one word, the purity coach.com. 
In the upper right corner of the menu bar at the top of the page is a Donate button. You can give your tax-deductible donation today. Well, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, oh, let me encourage you to do so today. You don't want to miss any of the upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, this is author, national speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking. Thank you.